Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again. You know, we've been looking at this little phrase, one another. And boy, there's some truths related to this, isn't it? <laughs> if we were to live, and if we were to do what God told us to do, how different things would be. Tell you what, I want to go to uh, Romans 14. We were there in the last episode. Remember I told you that the portion that we covered didn't really have the phrase one another in it. It didn't have one day, then it had another and that kind of stuff. Well, it does later on in the chapter, and that's where we are. So let me back up a little bit and give you some insight into this thing. Remember what we talked about? He says, except the one that is weak in faith. So a person has faith that he may eat all things, but the one who's weak eats vegetables only. What I'm really intrigued about with that is we sort of exalt those that are weak in faith, those that are weak in what they eat, those in weak in what they drink, those that are weak in where they go, where they uh, uh, dine, that kind of stuff. You know, they sort of exalt themselves. Well, I would never go into an establishment like that. Well, they're just weak of faith, okay? That's the whole thing. And he says, you don't judge one another, I think, because, you know, someone else is the master, speaking of the Lord. And then he gave the example that one person regards one day above another. In other words, there's days that are more special than other days. Another regards every day alike, okay? And so he says, that's fine. Just let each person be fully convinced in his own mind, because the Lord is the Lord of the living and the dead. He's the Lord of the one who lives to a particular thing. He's the one, Lord of the one who dies to it. Now, I want to pick this up. Uh, verse 9, For to this end Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. Now, verse 10, But you, why do you judge your brother? Or you again, why do you regard your brother with contempt? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Hmm. So everyone who, uh, who are believers will stand before the judgment seat of God. This is speaking of the Bema seat, the judgment seat of the Lord Jesus Christ, not the great white throne judgment. The great white throne judgment will be for those who are not saved. This is for those who are saved. And he says, why are you judging your brother? Why are you holding your brother in contempt. So you see some of the things that were that was going on at that time, same type of thing that happens today. Verse 11, he says, For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then, each one of us will give an account of himself to God. So each one of us is going to give an account. And so if I know that I have freedom and I have liberty to do something, then I'm going to live within that freedom and liberty. If I don't <coughs> feel convinced of that and I'm not sure and I'm going to abstain from something, well, wonderful. That's great. That's fine. Each one of us will give an account to God. But we're not to judge one another. He says it again in verse 13. Therefore, let us not judge one another anymore, but rather determine this, not to put an obstacle or a stumbling block in a brother's way. Remember, he started off this chapter about those that are weaker in the faith, you know, to, to be, take care of them, you know, to accept the one who is weaker in the faith. Now he's saying, hey, we're not going to judge anybody like this, but I'm going to determine this. I don't want to be an obstacle or a stumbling block in a brother's way. So if the weaker brother really has a hard time with the fact that I eat a pork barbecue sandwich, okay, then I'm not going to eat that pork barbecue sandwich in front of him. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to be careful around him, and I won't speak of barbecue pork sandwiches. Now, 
I will go with my other brother who owns the best barbecue pork sandwich place in town, and I will sit down with him and eat one joyously because I know that we have liberty. But I just don't want to be an obstacle. Again, sometimes people say, well, you're being hypocritical. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm being hyper-loving. <laughs> okay? You want to do these things in love, okay? Verse 14, Romans 14 says this, I know am, and I'm also convinced in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself. But to him who thinks anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. And so if you think that it's unclean for you to do something, if you think it's unclean for you to drink something or to eat something or to go somewhere or participate in something, if that's what you think, then to you it's unclean, that's fine. Then don't do it. But don't superimpose that upon somebody else. Verse 15, for if because of food your brother is hurt, you are no longer walking according to love. Do not destroy with your food him for whom Christ died. <clears throat> so he said, you don't want to tear down the faith and belief and destroy somebody for the sake of food. So if someone's offended that you eat pepperoni pizza, there will be no pepperoni pizzas in their presence. Verse 16, therefore, do not let what is for you a good thing be spoken of as evil. And see, the word is saying, yes, a good thing is fine. He said, but don't let it be spoken of evil because of the weakness of somebody else. And this goes to the verses that we've seen previously about how we walk in honor and we walk in deference and we walk in humility before one another. Now watch what he says now. Therefore, do not let what is for you a good thing be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. How different things would be if rather than pursuing that which we do have the right to, in my opinion, which is fine, but if my greater pursuit was what the Holy Spirit desired to release, righteousness, peace, and joy. Verse 18, for he who in this way serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So he's saying this is how we're supposed to live in this type of humility, in this type of understanding one another. Here's the, here comes the one another phrase in verse 19. So then, we pursue the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. Building up of one another comes about when we set aside our own personal preferences. How do I know it's talking about food? The next thing he continues on. Do not tear down the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are clean, but they are evil for the man who eats and gives offense. So, yes, everything's clean. But if you eat it and you know that you're offending somebody there, Okay? If you are offending them, then it is an evil thing for you to do because you don't want to cause that offense. Okay, You don't want to give offense and cause offense. Verse 21, it is good not to eat meat or to drink wine or to do anything by which your brother stumbles. Well, what if my brother is offended that I watch a football game? Well, I'm not going to invite you over to watch a football game, right? There's also the thing here of explaining these truths and showing the truths and modeling it before the brother. Okay? Of letting them know, hey, you have no reason to be offended right here because everybody's growing. Verse 22, the faith which you have, have as your own conviction before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself 
and what he approves. So you don't want to condemn yourself as you're living in freedom and in liberty. And as you're walking in deference to one another, as you're not causing a brother to stumble or putting, you're not putting any obstacles up. You know, you don't do this and get a bad attitude. You don't condemn yourself. Then verse 23, the last verse of Romans 14. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats because his eating is not from faith. And whatever is not from faith is sin. Woo! So let's say that uh, that you're not sure, but you think it might be a sin to eat sushi. But someone talks you into it who's a fellow believer who loves it and knows that we have liberty to eat anything like that, so they eat sushi. And you're sitting there and you're eating it, but you, you, you don't think you're supposed to be doing it. Well, you're condemning yourself. If you doubt, he who doubts is condemned if he eats. So don't eat it. If you have a doubt about it, don't do it. If you do anything in freedom and liberty, it must be from faith. And especially not from a braggadocious attitude. I mean, how many, oh gosh, when people start bragging about their freedom, bragging about their liberty, that I can do all things. Well, that your heart's being revealed there, and you don't want to do that. What you want to do, is what it said in verse 19, is the building up of one another, the pursuing of things which make for peace. That's what we're called to do. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.